0: Right to Rodden is recorded live in front of the YouTube audience.
1: Spiky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, will we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't don't
0: go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous.
1: There was a, an asset of sorts that was in the Trump campaign.
0: Yeah.
1: A sexuality expert
0: claims parents must ask permission before changing their child's nappy. journalist.
1: All right. Okay. Hey. Here we are, yet again, America's journalist, right back where we should be. I am Bryden. Uh, to uh, all of you that are uh, allowing us to be a part of your Monday morning commute, we very much appreciate it. And to all of you joining us live in the OIWD studios, uh, broadcast live on the wonderful um, anti-conservative, uh, anti-free speech website, youtube.com uh we appreciate that very much as well uh with me as per the use it's the spickster himself what's up
0: spicky uh laughing at your fucking gay hat right now <laughs> what are you talking about man what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah it might be uh breaking news to some of you but bryden is actually jewish
1: yeah yeah confirmed now confirmed <laughs> yeah. now it's- you know, it's just I saw the great, uh, great thing is that, uh, you know, Donald Trump was on board uh, with it. And, you know, all over all over Israel, they, uh, Jerusalem, they just got all of these, uh, you know, Trump is pro Zion and a uh, friend of Zion and all of that, that Laura Loomer has been bringing up on ev- cursing everyone's fucking timeline with for the past week that I just thought, oh, 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 oh we just better, just better, uh, just better convict. So um, yeah, yeah, and for our commuters, uh, you, you can't tell. I have on my uh, Charlottesville David Frank Yarmica. So funny story about this Yarmica. Um, I got it on eBay before uh, the the whole Charlottesville thing, and because I went undercover and all that. You can find that um, the, the, the video uh, on I think it's on the other YouTube page. But uh, went went under there, and it's like handmade, dude. This this thing is like fucking crocheted. All right. did you
0: pay for that thing? $3.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like somebody's (laughs) Bubala fucking made this thing. Like, oh, he sounds like just such a nice little Jewish boy out there. And, you know, uh, she just mailed it out to uh, probably one of the, (laughs) uh, you know, a pretty big uh, counter semi to, you know. Uh, whatever you want to call it. But I just thought that was funny. Somebody's grandma like clearly fucking made, it came in like a handwritten envelope and everything.
0: Yeah. Who would have thought that their, uh, their biggest seller would be to the uh, Irish. (laughs) Yeah, They'd probably be surprised by the statistics on that fucking shit.
1: Uh, It's just angry Irish people. They're just like, you know, it'd be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I just figured it'd be good. uh, Good for a gag. Good, good. uh, You know, break it out um you know because what's the point in doing this thing you know on video if we can't uh can't have some fun because otherwise just like me waving my arms around and and like you know showing off my pit stains because it's too fucking hot in here but uh so yeah I, i don't know man a pretty uh eventful week i would say um i think i think it's been a pretty pretty killer week um weather's been nice uh there's uh, plenty of plenty of content to go over um twitter has has just i'm not sure if they just like banned a bunch of people but it, it seems even twitter has calmed down i think that everybody's just tired and realizing that they can go outside now they're like well what do you mean it's like the appropriate weather to eat ice cream in and uh now they're just you know staying off of their phones uh, a little bit of the anger seems to have subsided, uh, or maybe they've just given up. Either way,
0: that's because I'm not there anymore. It might be it. <laughs> At least 25 percent of it for sure.
1: <laughs> that might be it. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's been a little rough, and like I, I'm I didn't drink like the past two fucking days. I've been taking the the days off uh, when we're not doing the show, and I just haven't been drinking really. Um, like I got real drunk Friday night. Uh, but, like that was it like Saturday. Uh, I didn't, I didn't drink. Um, I, I'm only drinking when we fucking record the show now because I've been so busy, like with work and everything. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing. And like, even tonight I'm just drinking beer. I'm not even, I'm not even making my, my sweet vodka drinks. Um,
0: that yeah, I'm all know. set with that shit again. Uh, I was pretty fucking hung over, uh, last week when I decided that it would be a great idea to start. Drinking Gatorade and vodka at fucking 11 o'clock at night on a work night. (laughs) Made for a pretty shitty day the next day. So, yeah, I think I'll just stick to beer uh, when we record. And I I wasn't really feeling like drinking earlier. I tried drinking, starting to drink at like 1 o'clock, at least a little bit. And I'm like, fuck, man, I can't do it. And then like half an hour ago, I'm like, oh, fuck, I can pound beers now. I don't know what it was. I mean, I was outside all day, so that might have something to do with it.
1: What got kind of a beer. Are you drinking? I got I got a um, uh, like a Sierra Nevada variety pack thing, and uh, like nine of those beers are are things that I will drink. The other three are just IPAs. They're like, but it has orange rind in it. It's like, well, that's like even just more fucking gross. I can't stand IPAs.
0: Man, I, I I just mostly just drink light beer to be honest with you. Like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna drink some fucking uh, weird beer shit, it's gonna be like Dogfish Head. Mm. I love that stuff. Uh, but I try to avoid it. There's some, I forget, what it's Sculpin something. Sculpin Brewing Company, I think it is. They make really good fucking beer. That shit fucks you up fast. I don't what? even know what's in it, like it, it, like what the alcohol content is. But it, it fucks you up fast. They've got a lot of different
1: beer that's really good. And my first introduction to Sculpin um, was they had a uh, uh, this habanero beer. And I thought, well, that's weird. Let me try that. And it was just delicious, and I can't find it anywhere. It was probably a limited run or something like that, but uh, it like it left uh, some burning on your lips, you know like it was it was pretty it was pretty rough, but it was it was very neat and then after that it wasn't then there was some other brewery that had uh, a jalapeno beer, which was the same thing. None of this sounds good, and like no. obviously no, no it's delicious though it's so good the next day I mean it's your butthole's done. All right, you don't, you know, you can't drink like 10 of those things. Uh and and not you know, I mean it's it's like uh just kind of eating a lot of hot sauce, you know. It's the same thing. You're getting the same result. It's and and that mixed with just beer shits is just the worst thing in the entire world. Uh but it is delicious. Like the habanero really it would it would you know, like it would it would burn your lips. It was just really cool. So I've liked Sculpin since then. I hate their IPA, which is just very popular. I just don't understand the big fascination with IPAs, uh, because it it's been going on for so long. Like my entire drinking career, really, like from uh, about eighteen uh, to you know now I'm thirty. It's just been more and more like we can make even uh, the uh, hoppier beer, and you know they're running out of hop uh, hop puns and everything like that, and. It's just, you got to move on to things. I mean, I'm glad that at least here uh, in in the Cincinnati area, uh, there's a lot of like sours um, that are are kind of popping up. It seems like a lot more people are trying to do sours, which I've been into sours for years, but they were just so few and far between and more than that, very expensive. They're still kind of pricey here, but uh, it's just... it seems like you can just make an IPA for fucking dirt cheap. And for some reason people will just buy it. I don't, I, they're just going to shove hops into a bottle. It won't even be beer. They're just going to be a beer bottle just shoved with hops. And they're just going to start handing it to people. And these fucking hipsters are just going to drink it up. You know, it's going to be chewing on hops. It's fucking nasty, dude. I just, I I, I can't do it.
0: Uh, I can't do it anymore. I, I used to really like long trail and I, I don't even, I can't even do shit like that anymore so much. I, there's so many microbreweries and, and fairly large scale operations that are fucking popping up everywhere around here. No, I'll, I'll try them. I mean, you know, I'll 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 try anything once, really, except for like actual gay shit. But uh, I mean, I'm willing to fucking go out and buy, uh, like <laughs> come flavored IPA. Coming, no, soon. It, it, no, I mean like basically anything. I'm willing to try anything you put in front of me. But I this. Like, some of the fucking, some of the craft beers, uh, I don't know how a, a real small brewery is going to stay in business making such shitty fucking beer. Um, well, Some of them do. Like, they're, they're uh, uh, how do they make money? The beer is fucking terrible. It's like chewing on a fucking log or something.
1: Well, okay. Here's the thing about that. Here's the here's the skinny on it. Um, it's uh pretty easy, or at least was pretty easy, to get a loan to open up a brewery. And this was when craft brewing was kind of booming. And uh, what what we're going to be left with here, and every city goes through this. Uh, I'm I'm glad. Uh, apparently, it seems Cincinnati is going to be going through that pretty soon. Uh, is there's so so many breweries except they go under because, well, I mean, on this one case, you know, the market has a way of, uh, of, of figuring this out. Uh, and then you get like, I forget where it was. Do you remember? Uh, this was like probably a couple months back. I think we might've even talked about it. The, uh, the, the, like, you know, queer trans inclusive brewing company of women of color or whatever that like went under. And they were like, why, why did this, what happened? And they wouldn't give us another loan. It's like, because you ran your fucking brewery into the ground. Like that's why, but uh, every, everything has a way of correcting itself. So those places don't survive for very long, you know, unless they're one of these like uh, uh, places that get bought up by uh, one of the bigger companies. Because, you know, the like Anheuser-Busch, uh, a corporation is trying to buy up a lot of these uh, micros and stuff, uh, not only to get them out of the market, but just so that they can make money off of it. Because like, nobody's really uh, buying Budweiser. Like m- the millennials, uh, there was some survey thing that came out. It was like two years ago. It was a lot of millennials had had Bud Light, but never had Budweiser. It uh, it it's definitely interesting, but I think what we're left with is better beer in the long run. But just every city has to go through it with their local breweries and shit, because um, there's just a lot of crap out there, which is good for us, I think, because that means like we can just buy shitty beer, uh, and it's just next to nothing, unless you get, you know, those people were like, yes, it tastes like poop, but uh, we brewed it with poop. We're very progressive. This is twelve dollars a snifter. It, um, I don't know
0: I don't speaking of Budweiser I don't know what's in Budweiser but for whatever reason I get a really weird fucking borderline violent drunk every time I drink it like it's such a fucking weird thing because it, it's really not that much different than Bud Light like it's a little more alcohol in it but it fills you up so fast you can't fucking drink that much of it so i ended up drinking less probably the same amount of actual alcohol for whatever reason that shit makes me go fucking insane i don't drink <laughs> it unless it's like sitting there free i fucking hate it i've never had that problem with budweiser i don't know um that's that's a weird. yeah i don't it's like the the only one like the only beer like tequila and shit makes me fucked up but like Budweiser, for whatever reason, I could drink Dogfish Head 120 minute, you know, the 12% per alcohol, or I could pound Natty Daddies all day long, there's like 8%, it'd be fine. Fucking for whatever reason, Budweiser just fucking gets to me, man, I'm all done with that shit.
1: Well, you know what's fascinating, and I've never figured out how uh, they they did it, was uh, Bud Light Platinum. Have you seen that where it's 6% and it's still a light beer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what the hell's going on with that? Like, what what fucking sorcery are they up to over there? What goddamn Jews are they hiring? Like, sacrificing babies? Like, I, I don't understand.
0: It's got a really metallic taste to it. I don't like it. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it, it definitely, uh, it, it definitely tastes like you shouldn't drink it. I mean, yeah,
0: but it tastes I, like it's chemicals. That's why. Yeah, it's not actually beer. It's fucking shit made in a lab. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it tastes something like beer, though.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know, it's whatever. I I, I won't turn away a Bud Light Platinum, I and they'll like even put it in like the metal cans for like festivals and shit like that. I mean, it's just it's weird. Beer is weird, uh. But okay, we've got uh we've got a lot of we got a lot of stuff on the old docket here today. Uh, the things that you heard in the intro, there obviously some some crazy pink haired lady, uh, is is trying to push levels of consent that uh, we never thought possible. Um, the FBI did they place uh, an informant in the in the Trump campaign pretty odd there good news on the border we've got that um, uh, friend of the show Patrick little uh, we've got kind of an update on what's going on with this California campaign and uh, my my kind of take on uh, what's going on here Um got uh some pit bull news that's that's something to think about uh obviously syria we got a little bit of talked about we have a very funny article here at the end from a whiny little antifa who i believe turned fed so um spicky i uh i think it might be time to uh get get the ball kicked down field on this one what do you think
0: yep oiwt presents right to Brighton. 100% correct. 70%, 70% accurate.
1: I'm going to change your nappy. Is that okay? Expert claims parents should ask babies for permission before changing diaper. Deanne Carson said it's important to use eye contact to teach infants their response matters, but viewers have been left dumbfounded by her ideas. Yeah. Well, no shit. You've probably seen this thing on Twitter by now. She's got like the same haircut I do, except it's very pink. And frankly, she does kind of have that same William F Buckley face that I do. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a little unsettling. It, uh, she might've, she might've leaked out of, uh, another one of the string dimensions or whatever and this is it's it's i don't know what she's up to but um diane carson diane carson i don't know who cares she's australian uh and not one of the good ones there's like eight good people in australia and i'm friends with them on twitter who describes herself on twitter as a sexuality educator speaker and author made a claim while speaking on abc in footage above that's uh you you can check the notes for that Uh, but again i'm sure you've seen this guys uh, she said she works with children from three years old uh, on issues, uh, on issues surrounding consent, but adding that, uh, parents are advised to introduce ideas much earlier. Deanne recognized that babies are unable to give an answer, but said it's important to use eye contact to teach them their response matters on a segment aired on consent laws. She said, we work with children for, this is so repetitive. Someone got paid to write this. God damn it, mirror. Uh, the reporter uh, confused asks, from birth. Yes. Just about how to set up a culture of consent in their home. So I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? And for everybody, a nappy is a diaper um, for you, you know, uh, uncultured swine. It's, uh, you know, you wouldn't know, but uh of course, a baby cannot respond. Yes, mom, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait for eye contact, then you're letting the child know that their response matters. I, uh, I I've got, I've got a couple things really to, to, to say on this. The first is, or rather, this was the, the, the way that my uh, understanding of this progressed. Uh, at first I thought, what a fucking idiot. And don't let people with pink hair on TV. It's just a bad idea. Uh unless they're going to Tucker Carlson to get BTFO'd. Just just ignore these people, bury pink haired threads, ignore pink hair posts. Just just don't just don't deal with this. And then I realized this is where they're wanting to 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 get to things. Is we're we're treading on the we're treading in the water of children can give consent, which to certain things like uh, please don't take that toy from me, other kid. Then fine, you know. But when she's a sexuality educator, speaker, and author talking about consent among children, you don't. You're not. We're not doing that. We're not going to go down that route of, well, this sexuality expert says that children can give consent, because that leads to Hollywood. All right. That's a that's a one-way street to uh, well, you know, we've got studies that say that they can give consent. So it's fine to like diddle kids, you know, this this is this is where they're headed. This is what they want. Uh, whether this lady is a kid diddler or not, I don't know, but she is one of those fart sniffing, uh, intellectual types. The, uh, mm, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, I can, oh, oh, consent, consent. No, I'm sorry. Babies, children, whatever. I, I don't like that a sexuality educator is working with children at the age of three. Children are not sexual at all. That's, that's, you draw the line there. There is no like, but but and what about? Mm, yeah, I'm a fart sniffer. No, 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 what you fart sniffing? That's where we draw the line. They want to uh create this this realm uh slowly but surely, as they've done with everything. There is no slippery slope fallacy regarding any of this shit that hasn't been proved to be right. Because look at where we are. It's it's not baffling because like uh, whether or not she is like a, a, her last name is actually, you know, Carson Steen or something like that. She's just some Jew motherfucker. Uh, I'm, I'm sure her bosses are. And I'm sure that the people uh, propagating this fucked up theory uh, as as it might be, you know, seen as benign, um, it, it snowballs. OK, it snowballs. And this will be used uh, later down the road to say, let's see, the child can can consent you know and 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 this is what they want to do to to, to mainstream fucking pedos and pedantres. um and then i also thought okay what can we learn from this and besides don't put pink haired people on tv maybe she is just kind of being uh you know not not uh not not malicious but she wants you know kids to feel safe and i thought that's very nice of her and then I remembered she works with fucking three-year-olds about sexuality. There is no good part of this. What this is, is fart sniffing at best. It's an absolute disaster. And expect more of this through the years. Because if you let this slide, if you don't come right out and say, well, this is wrong. We shouldn't even be having this stupid discussion. Um, because that's that's those are the people that are making these studies or writing these books or the ones that are getting all of this crap that doesn't uh, isn't anything that any normal human being I, we we would just go no no thanks that's really dumb like i'm not i'm not i'm not into that at all um i'm sure she probably does some great work about like hey you were raped that sucks let's try to work through it but then i've never i've never even heard of this lady but if this is this is what she's this is what her thing is, I can't help but just think it's a little it's a little uh, a little over the line, like a lot over the line, sinister perhaps. But because she doesn't appear to be Jewish, uh, she maybe she maybe had her nose done. I don't know. Um, she's probably just one of those useful idiots. And I'm just saying the, these these fart sniffers. These people with their intellectual masturbation and their fucking bullshit, their cocktail parties, those are the people that go on to uh, have their studies and what have you, their bullshit studies cited when these liberal lunatic fucking retard DNC assholes go to try to, you know, make pedophilia legal and just classify it as like, oh, it's just. It's simply a disease, and, and we must treat it as such. I mean, perhaps a three-strike law for these polar pedophiles. That's that's where we could be headed if you don't just say to this pink-haired fucking lunatic who looks like she's just wearing, like, I mean, what a terrible haircut. Looks like she's just wearing, like, a, a Halloween wig that didn't quite go over her fucking leukemia head too well. You've got to kind of shut that down, because Spicky, am I? am I am I being too alarmist here or is it just, does it seem like they're building up to it with this?
0: Yeah, that it seems like that to me. I mean, they're uh, asking kids for permission or, or asking kids for uh, them to consent on anything is uh, a big, big fucking no, no. You're going to ask the kid, Oh, you want me to change your shitty diaper? Nope. Well, fine. Fuck you, then. I'm going to fucking leave you in that shitty diaper all day. Oh, well, the kid didn't consent. So what they're doing, uh, ultimately, uh, I mean, realistically speaking, is it's sort of like a grooming technique. They ask. Three is a little bit young, I guess, for something like that. But to sit there and, and to ask these kids for consent for obvious things, and then when they start normalizing shit like pedophilia, that becomes an obvious thing to them. The kid is conditioned to say yes. This is why you don't ask a kid for permission or consent for anything. Nothing. You tell the kid what to do. You go and you change their diaper when they shit themselves. That's it. Uh, now, asking a kid to help you do something that um, they may or may not want to do, like clean up the yard, and then you give them an incentive to do it, that's a whole different ballgame. This is literally asking an obvious question to an actual retard who can't can't speak. Really? I mean, did what are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't want my diaper changed. Okay, well, fuck you then. Fuck you. Stay <laughs> in your pissy and shitty diaper. I'll just leave you there. That's not what this is about.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that that's that just comes down to like basic character building and you know just kind of being a good uh, parent, I would think. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I was raised okay. Uh, but I don't remember my parents ever asking me like, hey, will you go do this? It was much more like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you do that? And then I was like, if I drug my feet at all, it was like, okay, go cut the fucking yard. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I was obviously an older, uh, older than three years old. Uh, I don't remember what was going on when I was three, but, uh, you know, I, I, they didn't hit me or anything, which is good. You know, Not uh, that you remember, Yeah, you know, that I remember, I mean, maybe they just beat the whole like years of like three to six out of me. Like I have no idea. I doubt it, but, um, it's, you know, building this, this culture of consent, uh, in the home or whatever that that uh, it's you're right you you hit onto something completely when you said grooming because that's exactly what it feels like you know Uh, it's 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 creepy and it's just uh, how many kids do you think this woman has
0: oh fuck i think she's a dyke to be honest with you
1: good chance good chance
0: Uh, but she probably has some adopted like half black babies or some shit only half uh yeah, probably like half black, half Muslim, some form of weird refugee <laughs> from multiple countries, like uh, refugee camp babies. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it just... um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like
1: everybody's probably touched on this a lot. I just wanted to, like, kind of get it out there that, like, I, I tried with this with this lady. I was like, okay, you know, maybe she does some other stuff. I don't know. I mean it just, that's, if that's, if that's what your, you know, your lead thing is like anybody who could come up with something that stupid and thinks that like, obviously like babies, like they aren't going to, she even says like, aren't going to be able to respond or whatever. Uh, Like babies, like you shouldn't just yell at them. You know, you shouldn't just be like, you're a fucking piece of shit. You know, like you shouldn't do that. Uh, I'm sure that has some negative effect on them or something like that. But what, how much, I mean, she, she, their response matters like what response eye contact or whatever you can just go the and they're gonna look you in the eye all right they're not gonna that's i don't think that there's anything to back up what she's claiming that a baby is gonna be like oh yeah okay this is no it, you just you change your shitty diaper all right and 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 that's the end of it like this God. shouldn't
0: be a conversation
1: no it really shouldn't <laughs> but this is what this is where we're at with the fart sniffers, dude like that's just what they do. It's like they just make up this this fucking Jewish crap uh, because you know they're they're childless, they're garbage, they're you know just cosmopolitan elites, and I I don't know. I mean, it can only be downhill. I think it can only be downhill from here. And those are the studies that they're going to start using when they you know want to try to push it along even more than they already have uh about you know the child can consent and and what have you and you know i just uh i I, it's it's a it's a glimpse into the retarded future and i just don't like it
0: from the oiwd studios this is right to brighton
1: The Department of Justice lost its latest battle with Congress Thursday when it allowed House Intelligence Committee members to view classified documents about a top-secret intelligence source that was part of the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign. Even without official confirmation of that source's name, the news so far holds some stunning implications. Among them is that the Justice Department and FBI outright hid critical information from a congressional investigation. In a Thursday press conference, Speaker Paul Ryan bluntly noted that Intelligence Chairman David Nunes uh, David Nunes's request for details on this secret source was wholly appropriate, completely within the scope of uh, the committee's long term or long running FBI investigation, and something that probably should have been answered a while ago. Translation: The department knew full well it should have turned this material over to congressional investigators last year but instead deliberately concealed it. House investigators, nonetheless, sniffed out a name, and Mr. Nunes, in recent weeks, issued a letter and a subpoena demanding more details. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein's response was to double down, accusing the House of extortion and delivering a speech in which he claimed that declining to open the FBI's files to review is constitutional uh, duty. Justice uh, asked the White House to back its stone wall, uh, and it's even began spinning that daddy of all super spook arguments that revealing any detail about this particular asset could result in the loss of human lives. Now, what was that all about, guys? Did you, did you soak in what I said? That was about the fact that the FBI put a fucking informant in the Trump campaign in 2016. This is where we're at. Kimberly Strassel uh, for the Wall Street Journal wrote a piece that has been making the rounds uh, quite a lot. This is as it's, it's bad and huge as you, as, as you think that it might be. They put a fucking FBI... Obama's FBI put an informant in the Trump campaign. And what's beautiful about this is that they had an informant in the Trump campaign for, you know, obviously we know... Uh, they, they they got the FISA warrant, uh, based on the, uh, false Christopher Steele, uh, dossier and uh, which, uh, okay. So we can go through this a million times. I don't want to sound like Sean Hannity, but, uh, so they, they got it from the, the PP dossier, uh, that was made by Christopher Steele. Who's not a, uh, us citizen. Uh, that was, uh, opposition research, uh, that was going on that the, uh, uh, fusion GPS. Ah, uh, the Clinton campaign play, paid Fusion GPS, uh, the the law firm there, to get uh, to you know get the the Christopher Steele dossier. Uh, that was uh, uh, that Rosenst- uh No, I'm uh, sorry. Clapper uh, told James Comey, the head of the FBI at the time, to. Uh, talk to Trump about it. To brief Trump on it. That way, Clapper could leak to CNN and later get a reward for it at the White House correspo- uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner. Uh, later, gets an award for it uh, for his wonderful work in journalism. Okay, now we know all of this is fake, but they needed a reason to get it into the news. They needed a thing. They knew it was fake, but oh, President Trump has been briefed on this. They had a fucking informant in there. They had to, to – this was all based off of that fake fucking dossier. That's why the FBI had an informant in the Trump campaign. This was President Obama's FBI. They had everything. They still didn't find any Russia collusion, which is fucking fantastic. But holy shit, this has never happened before, at least as much as we know. It's never fucking happened before. You've not you, – We've not seen this. This is, you know, they throw on Watergate like crazy. This is so much bigger than Watergate. Because the fucking president knew about it. And people in the government were actively working to make this happen. It makes it even more impressive that this president won. The will of the people truly came to light. Because I've been saying for a while they cheated, but they didn't cheat in the right places. When I was saying that, I had no fucking idea. I was just talking about Virginia. (laughs) Uh, You know, I, I, okay, Michigan, you know, like, um, because Hillary won Virginia, but uh, it was very close. Um, I I, I, I just thought they weren't cheating in the right places. I had no idea that this was a full force intelligence community Trying to take down a candidate that they didn't like. And the reason that they didn't like it, and the FBI obviously favored Hillary, um, was I think in part they didn't want to piss off the person they knew was going to win. And two, by the time all this is said and done, we are going to find out that Obama was uh, in the know of all of this. I don't know. If President Trump is going to declassify all of these things, uh, I know that I would like to see him declassify all, all of these things. But there has to be a reason that he doesn't. But I want to, I, I, you, do you hear the running water? Because you got yeah, you need to let that sink in. The fucking FBI put a mole in the Trump campaign. I don't... I, I, Spiky, is there anything that even compares to this? Because I've not seen anything even close to it. Uh, it, it, In even recent memory, you know, I mean, we can look back at, uh, you know, obviously compared to Watergate, we can look back at that. It's nowhere near the same thing like that. There's been tons of cover-ups and stuff, and I wonder how often that maybe this has happened, and I'll bet at this point, if I were Trump, I would be looking back at, you know, okay, how many times has this happened before? But holy fucking shit like this is if it if it actually because it's an opinion piece um and she she uh claims to know the source kimberly strassel claims to know the source but isn't going to you know confirm it because it hasn't been completely confirmed sure
0: is there is there anything like this at all uh not that i can i mean certainly not here in our homeland i mean we know we the cia does it overseas to other governments and whatnot but not here not to a, a presidential candidate do they do it to the uh rest of the republican candidates i guess that would be a pretty interesting question
1: yeah i mean i would think about um you know ted cruz obviously um, uh, you know, might've been one, but I, I think it just got out of hand because like Jeb was supposed to have that nomination. Nobody saw Trump coming along and actually speaking to the American people instead of past them. Uh, you know, like people like Jeb Bush were doing, um, nobody saw this coming. And then when it got, I, I'd like to know, I'd like, I mean, I'm sure they had their eyes on Jeb Bush or not Jeb Bush, but, uh, uh, Ted Cruz you know, uh, cause he was kind of, if you remember, he was kind of like, Oh, wild card Ted Cruz. I mean, even, uh, Breitbart was gunning for Ted Cruz initially and all the information that, uh, you know, they were digging up for people was going to the Cruz campaign. And then ultimately they ended up going with Trump, uh, because it was apparent that, you know, Cruz, he, he, he stuck it out for a while, you know? Um, but I, I, I just I I don't I, I'm I'm just baffled by it. I'm just confused by it. I it's, yeah. it's like everything that we say uh you know happens all the time. But that's that's the best part. Is it's everything that we say happens all the time, and we've just had a hunch happens all the time. You know, oh they'll never let one of our guys win, you know, one of somebody who's actually gonna fight for the people, you know, it's just oh it's the same shit. And then here comes Trump, he does this, and it seems like this guy has never uh, never gotten a fair shake at all. And if the FBI was, uh, you know, we, we knew obviously wiretapped uh, Trump Tower. Uh, they had a, a mole within the campaign, it looks like here. Um, it makes a lot of sense that the transition between the Obama administration and the Trump administration, why that seemed just so damn rocky. I want to know what sabotage was going on there. Because we know about the the what he calls them like uh you know Obama hangers on or whatever, the people that need to go uh, are still in there. I wouldn't know they they have been working actively against this guy long before he became president, uh, as he was transitioning into into, uh, into office, uh, and then obviously now I mean with the the the, the Collinger uh, administration is really what it is because there's just so much leaks. They're draining fucking spaghetti over there, man. Um, it's, uh, I, I just, uh, I gotta get this stupid hat off. Uh, it's, ugh. uh, it's won. well, it is, it is. And that's why it's an absolute triumph of the American people. I, I just, I can't say I'm surprised and I wonder what else there is out there because this is not, you know, th- th- this is not some QAnon shit anymore. Um, I'm I'm amazed that he's still able to get so much of his agenda done already, which is why when people were like, "Yeah, where's the wall?" It's like there's gonna be a wall. It's being built. Um, no president has ever had to work harder. I mean, that's this has never happened. I want I want people to understand that it's never fucking happened. And the FBI is still remember they uh, they they had some redacted forms and all of this. And then the, the you know the uh, the house was like not nah, that's uh fake and gay that's bullshit, and then okay we get a little bit more of the unredacted shit and it was like oh, uh, yeah so Comey didn't think that General Flynn lied um the FBI is just trying to cover up its own fucking ass. And I think I would be too if I were them. I think they realize they're in deep doo-doo. They understand that they have fucked up royally because this was never supposed to happen. President Trump was never supposed to be president. He was supposed to go down. And if Hillary would have won, if they would have pulled this shit off, Donald Trump would likely be in fucking prison right now. I would guarantee it. And they're still trying to do that because they don't want anybody else pulling this shit ever again. It's bizarre. I've never seen a guy fight so hard in my entire life. It's it's just an amazing. What an amazing fucking president.
0: Yeah. How many times are they going to shoot themselves in the fucking dick, though? <laughs> I mean, really, how many times? Like, you see it with the, the whole Me Too thing, right? So they come out and they're like, ah, oh, look all these fucking women that Trump is fucking groped their fucking disgusting twats and then the Stormy Daniels shit. Well, guess what? You've now enabled all these women to come out and be like, ah, yeah, I was raped. Guess who I was raped by? Bunch of fucking Democrats. Yeah. I mean, they shot themselves in the foot with that um, or, or or groped or fondled or whatever. The pictures came out with like Al Franken and shit. And, and then so you, the thing that I thought of when I first saw this story was do you remember that picture? I think it was Obama's last day in office of his entire staff standing there looking like they were about ready to fucking commit suicide. I don't think (laughs) it was so much because of how much they hated Trump or whatnot. I think it was because they realized they're in a fucking world of shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the draining of the swamp is fucking happening. I mean, it, it's happening. You you notice with the people who Trump keeps bringing in, like, uh bring this fucking cunt in. Oh, gonna leak some shit. Get the fuck out of here. And now he knows who's who, who's doing what. I mean, it's 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 pretty. It's a pretty fucking good idea, really. To it looks like an absolute shit show, but I've come to terms with like, uh no, he's just weeding out the scumbags, is what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, if that's one thing that he's been good at, it's playing the media and
1: making people look fucking retarded. I mean, trust of the yeah. media is at an all-time low here. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to believe that Donald Trump is not leaking a lot of shit himself, honestly. But there's there's still way too many fucking leaks going on. But I, for just to kind of get back on uh, onto the FBI thing, um, I don't think that there's been a more corrupt organization in decades you know um, cia is pretty fucking bad they are pretty bad but they also i think just at this point admit like oh, i don't know we just like we just kill people shit. yeah we <laughs> just go around the world just killing people i mean it's just kind of our thing um you know i mean we're going to have gina haswell uh, you know hopefully uh doing that whole doing that whole uh, torturing people things which i thought like her her th- uh, her questioning and all of that her hearing was like fucking hilarious cuz it's like yeah, the CIA quit torturing people. Okay, dude, yeah. i want to crack a crock of bullshit. But for the FBI to have just so notably and repeatedly more is coming out about how they are not only currently actively working against Congress and the administration, but just how deeply entrenched they were uh with with Hillary, it's I I don't I just don't Think that there's much else that can be said other than like what i mean fuck like what do you do there are people in the fbi that i i assume do good work some of them i assume are good people um you know it's wh- why are they it's i why are people not in jail spicky that's what i want to know i mean well, i guess you gotta just wait but
0: yeah, I I I think you would hope that you know there are people in the FBI uh who do good work, who have a reputation and they don't want to see the whole thing go down like this. You would hope that they are keeping this list, uh, these files, this spreadsheets of who did what, who's fucking what the fuck up, who's who's funding what kind of uh cartels in Mexico and giving them guns and shit like that. You would think that that's the case. You would hope that that's the case. I mean, something's gotta fucking give. They can't all be scumbags. I mean, statistically speaking, they cannot be scumbags. Not every single fucking one of them. Well,
1: uh, it seems,
0: they're it outnumbered seems, the good ones, I can tell you that at this point. Well, it seems like the people that are high-ranking in the
1: FBI and this weird cabal, uh, it's... I mean, it's, I don't know, I, like I shouldn't be speechless by this, um, you know, given that this is a, uh, an internet radio show and what have you, but I, I've tried to grasp what is going on and I think what is going on, if he were to declassify everything right now, um, can you imagine that what that would do for just trust of the system in general? You know, there's a lot of people on edge as it is uh, with okay, you can't fucking trust this. We see so many of, uh, you know, our guys on the, on the dissonant right or whatever, which are checking out of, uh, of politics basically altogether for one misguided reason or another. Um, when you see shit like this, although I'm seeing it wholly ignored, um, by a lot of our, our people, um, it, what that would do to just the average Joe Schmo who doesn't trust the FBI anyway, nobody's ever been like, yeah, the FBI filled with great people. You know, we, we just love the FBI and the CIA. Nobody is really like that except for, you know, the Democrat party now who's just using it as, as to their political advantage here. Um, I think the, the, just the total distrust of the system would be catastrophic for the country because, If you just pull the rug out from under everybody and show to them exactly what we've always all kind of assumed for at least my adult life, uh, that could have some pretty dire consequences. So I'm hoping that all of this does get declassified, uh, you know, and all it takes is Donald Trump saying it's declassified. OK, that's all it takes. It it it, I think it's going to take some time. You know, I mean, I'm not going to go all QAnon because that shit's gay, oh, but
0: bad. it's Cringe. so bad.
1: Keep your fucking QAnon posting off my timeline. But I think something is at work here now because we're still not sure what the hell is going on with Jeff Sessions, you know. Um, what is going on? He seems very absent in all of this. And there's a reason. Either he is somehow doing something behind the scenes or... I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe he's somehow involved. Um, it's, uh, yeah, he was the FBI mole. Right.
0: <laughs> I, it's
1: shit. I mean, I don't know, dude. Fuck. Um,
0: that'd be a, that'd It'd be, be, a, be a fucking ride. Huh?
1: Yeah. Good God. I don't know. Um, it's whatever. I mean, the, the FBI has to stop slow walking everything. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're even talking about, uh, Congress is, uh, talking about even just holding Jeff Sessions in contempt because, you know, he's, he's not, uh, doing shit. I mean, we have the IG report coming out here soon. Um, there's a lot more to this. This is one of the biggest political scandals. I, I think in U S history, um, it's, it's going to be, I don't know, man, it is going to be something more than interesting. Um, well, we've got, uh, got a little bit more. Um, let's, uh we'll go ahead and hit one more before we hit the break, I guess.
0: This is Right to Bryden's, the number one ADL honeypot podcast.
1: Stop saying the fucking sky's falling because everything's rad, dude. All right. We can't do anything about the FBI or uh, any any just horrible pieces of shit. But you know what? We always like to give you a little bit of good news. National Guard troops involved in 1,600 apprehensions at the U.S.-Mexico border. National Guard troops stationed along the U.S.-Mexico border have contributed to 1,600 apprehensions of people crossing the border illegally and the capture of about 1,000 pounds of marijuana in their three and a half weeks on the job. Oh, sorry, stoners. I'm sorry. That's a bummer for you. The, national, uh, the, the official uh, said that the National Guard troops have contributed to 451 turnbacks where individuals abandoned an attempt to illegally uh, cross the U.S. The official did not have uh, comparison numbers available, so it is not possible to determine if those figures were substantially, substantially more than the National Guard troops had not been dispatched at the border. There were roughly 38,000 apprehensions of people trying to cross the border illegally each of the past two months. That's like, that's so many fucking people. Uh, According to data from the Department of Homeland Security, that's roughly 2.5 apprehensions per agent stationed at the border, though not all are in the field. Monthly apprehensions fluctuate with the season and other trends, and it is difficult to attribute changes to any one cause. The official described the troops as a force multiplier and said that they are relieving border patrol agents from bloody, 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 blah. blah. Okay, come on, let's get to it. This is all stuff that we've talked about on here before is the the, the scope of what the National Guard can actually do, uh, which is essentially uh, provide support to the border patrol uh, and do what the border patrol is not funded well enough to actually do. You know, drones and shit like that. Uh, Right now, we are not having any contact with migrants. um, The uh, defense secretary uh, said here. Uh, oh no! This is uh, no. Sorry, it was Homeland Security. Uh, Homeland uh, Security Secretary uh, uh, Christian Nielsen. That's okay. not how you say his fucking name. I'm sure, but it's Nielsen. Uh, has not asked for any support and have no plans to provide that support for any contact between the National Guard and Bri. Bri- no, it was Madison. Okay, never mind. I don't care. All these look. This is this is pointless and. Uh, This comes from uh, OKTLA, so it's got a little bit like, oh, there's nothing, but you can really know it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Spicky knows it. Um, This did have an effect here. 1,600. 1,600. That's quite a lot. Now, were there some that snuck in? Oh, I absolutely fucking guarantee it. And stories like this do nothing except let us know Gee, that's all the ones that they got. We really do need a wall. This stuff is uh, not as well publicized, uh, but it is something that going into the 2018 elections, that's something that you're going to be able to see the pro-wall candidates be able to pull up. And what is a Democrat supposed to say that? What is, what is an open borders Democrat supposed to say to that? Besides like, but the dr- dreamers. Nigga, fuck the dreamers. We tried that, then you sent a caravan. I think this is just fantastic work, and we need, to have, we need to. This is not the first time the National Guard has been sitting down on the border. George Bush did it, Obama did it. I mean, we know this, but it certainly helps. And I'm I'm thrilled because this is another one that you're not really seeing. Like Spiky, did you had you heard about this at all?
0: Yeah, and it's it's really not a huge time frame for them to be capturing. I mean, sixteen hundred—that's uh, a fair amount of people to be captured. What, like a month and a half or so? Yeah.
1: You know, two, two months. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, uh, that's still a fair amount of fucking, I mean, there's a, probably triple that that got in, maybe even more than that, who knows. But all it takes is, you know, uh, for the people across the border to see, hey, you know, they're fucking bagging us left and right at this point for the to be a pretty good incentive for them to turn the fuck back around
1: yeah and you know it doesn't it doesn't say uh you know where these people are from either I mean whether they're all Mexican or whether they're some of the Hondurans or or shit like that but i mean ultimately it's it's good it seems like you know apprehensions are up, and I don't know what people expect you know until we get a wall of which we are going to get a wall, and all of this is just political fodder to get the fucking uh you know, wall here, and then guys, don't worry. We probably won't have right wing death squads taking these people out in the cities, but uh, the the way that ICE has been operating lately, we'll we'll get them. You know, and Doc is not on the fucking table anymore. Okay, that's just fantastic. I think it's good news. Um, I uh, I don't know. I just really wanted to, del- to deliver the good news here before we went to break. It was really it? You know, um, I don't have too much. Too much more to say about it besides, like, look at the fucking battle that's going on on the border. And isn't that, first of all, a little depressing? But there's always that silver lining. And a lot of these guys now are getting caught by the National Guard. And the National Guard's actually being put to use. So I wish they would put them out over there in Berkeley and kill some college students. But better days, right?
0: We can hope. We can certainly hope. We should defund the FBI and uh, take all that money and give it to ICE. Dude. Yes, holy fuck.
1: What an amazing groundbreaking
0: idea. Yeah, just defund the FBI and the CIA and we'll just uh multiply ICE by like 1600. I think
1: I think the way they should do it. Uh everybody gets to be like an honorary ICE agent. Uh everybody who voted for Trump gets to be an honorary ICE agent and you can just start nabbing illegals and and just throwing them in a truck and sending them home. <laughs> <laughs> i I think that's good like that would be fucking beautiful you know if we oh, could do
0: that you know how many if, if they just went to home depots in california they could bag easily two to three hundred Mexicans illegals a day easy I, I wonder what
1: home depot i wonder what uh home depot uh would with their stock price how that would be affected you know i wonder if less people would go to home depot.
0: I think probably more would man. They'd probably feel more safe, to be honest with you. They, those people. We, I went out there when I was out in California with a buddy of mine. Uh, and and they, they, you come out. It doesn't matter if you've got a fucking uh, just two drill bits in your hand. You come out and they're fucking harassing you. Like, oh hey, yeah, yo, you you need a hand? Like, no, fuck off. No, I don't need a fucking hand. <laughs> Certainly don't need you to fucking fuck my shit up. I can do it just fine myself. Fuck off. You
1: go in, you get a bag, bag of M and M's and a, a cold water on a hot day, and they're just like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah, you need a hand? Yeah, no, uh, don't." Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it's bad though. Like, there's, I think it would probably make it a lot better because it. The one we went to was in San Jose, and it was fucking brutal. Just uh it, there must it just these beat up fucking pieces of shit pickup trucks and vans and shit parked way the fuck back in the back of the parking lot, and they're just all standing by the door like, man, you come out with a piece of fucking drywall and they are fucking drooling. <laughs> they are fucking... You got landscaping supplies? Oh, fucking forget it. They're gonna just hop in your fucking truck with you and go do it for fucking just about free.
1: Oh, no. I mean, listen, I don't advocate for anybody to, like, get a U-Haul, fill it up with illegals and drive it over the border and leave it. But, uh, you know, just saying. It's, it's one way. <laughs> no, I mean, it's nice that the National Guard is down there. And, like, I, again, like, I, I have not heard anybody talking about this too much. Um, to, to think that, like, the national guard is not doing anything down there or that our border patrol uh, agents aren't doing anything down there is just very silly and disrespectful to these people. You know, I don't see anybody on Twitter out there, you know, rounding up these, uh, these, these motherfuckers on the border or anything like that. Um, it's, it's a good thing there. there slowly things are happening. And I think people expect too much too fast because what what do you, I mean, what do you want to, what do you want to do? I've yet to hear any fucking good ideas that are are feasible, you know? Um, yeah, we ought to build the wall as soon as possible. But the thing is, what happens if, okay, we we start building the wall and then, oh, that mobilizes uh, the Democrats too much to like not get anything, you know, it, it, they, they obstruct everything and then we've got lawsuits and all of this shit because you know how the courts are. Um, there's only so much that can be done and what's, what can be done is happening right now. Um, again, we're not going to have right-wing death squads kicking down every every bodega over in um, over in New York and San Francisco. Not yet. But it's just it's just nice to report some good news every now and then, you know.
0: About time. Uh, it it would be ideal if that was the case if we could just, you know, bring AR-15s and bump stocks into really shitty fucking Spanish-speaking neighborhoods and just wipe them out, but uh that's not gonna happen that's not realistic um maybe someday
1: someday someday well uh i think we're gonna go ahead and uh hit a break because it's about that time uh so we will uh go ahead and uh we'll see after this here back okay um now i i hate to be the burster of bubbles uh especially you know since um i like this guy um I, i've tried to reach out to him uh, a couple times in the past few days uh it's not been available but uh, you might have heard uh this from from the screeching and shouting of of many leftist uh, publications, but Patrick Little, the Senate candidate in law, uh, in um, uh, California, has eighteen percent. He has eighteen percent in a poll that recently came out. He has eighteen percent. Oh, we're doomed! No oh, Nazis are taking over. Okay, so here is a couple things. One, obviously, you know the the ice cold take is that he's clearly never going to beat Diane Feinstein. Like that's just not gonna fucking happen uh it's a it's a safe area for the liberal uh in in the renegade state of california, but nobody it seems has actually taken a look at the poll which is in the description um you can you can find it there uh it's uh survey dot com has it guys. First, I'll go through the numbers, then, I, then I'll explain what's actually going on. They asked uh, 1,100 adults. 19, uh, 9, uh, 916 of them are registered voters. 520 of them are likely primary voters. Meaning they essentially asked 520 people. Diane Feinstein gets 39%. Patrick Little gets 18%. He's in second. He has the whitest-sounding name. Like you've got uh, Kevin De Leon, uh, Allison Hartson, John Melendez, Rocky De La Fuente. These are not white-sounding names. Which, funny enough, if you look, thirty percent of Asians are, uh, uh, that are likely primary voters <laughs> like Patrick Little. Now they probably never heard of, of of Patrick Little. They they don't really know that he is. Uh, out there, just his his whole platform is we need to do something with these Jewish supremacists. And if you listen to some of the older shows, the uh, I forget the exact uh, show number, but uh, it's in season two, and it's called Little California. Um, and you know he's he's a he's a real great guy, but you know it, I know it, Spiky knows it, and everybody knows it. Patrick Little doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell, or Republicans chance in California. But here's here's where things get uh, a little weird. And I should have had this. Uh, Here we go. Um, Here's where things get a little weird. Why is the leftist Jewish fucking asshole media making such a big deal about one poll of 520 people comprised of mostly like Asians saying that they would vote for Patrick Little? There's a few close house races in California. Uh, McClintock in California's first was a safe Republican. He's now been downgraded to likely. Nunez in California's 22nd downgraded to likely. Uh, Rohrabacher in California's 48th downgraded to likely. These are close races. So what the DNC is trying to do and what they like to do here. Uh, is let's motivate the base. Nazis are taking over our country. It's time to it's time to get out there and vote and down vote down card Democrat. We we've got to have you there. They know it's a safe state, uh, you know, in in general. And 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 the, the, you know, it's like, oh, why would I vote? I'm too busy smoking the weed that's laced with the HIV. It's totally fine. We're thinking of legalizing mushrooms here soon for children. No big deal. They need to motivate the base, or at least the party, because I don't know what the base is anymore for them. They, they have no platform outside of I hate white people and cut off little boy dicks. They have to motivate them, and they can do that when you get Nate Silver saying, this is a legitimate poll, 18%. Oh, my God. Even though, again, as we know, Patrick Little has no fucking chance. No Republican has a fucking chance. Now I'd like to see Diane Feinstein debate Patrick Little, but I don't know how they're going to get him out of the out of the process there, uh, the GOP at all. I mean, that's you know they're they're gonna he got kicked out of the fucking convention. They're not going to he's not getting he's not even getting the nomination, guys. It's not happening. But by them citing this poll that I'm hearing so much, you know, things are changing. You know, cue Bob Dylan, the times they are changing. They're creating hysteria among people that think anybody who challenges Jewish control is a neo-Nazi. And I will say that Patrick Little has a a great way of expressing his views. Um, he I, I haven't seen him post any rabbis' heads on pikes or anything. He's a little abrasive and can be but he's very smart and he's got a good way about him. What I uh, want, want people to understand is this is something that can hurt us in house races. I want you to fully support Patrick Little in every way possible. Uh, be careful with your donations because those are, are those those can be looked up. So don't donate too much because your name can be listed there. I mean, this is even if anybody wants to, they can find it. Because he is running a, a, a campaign, as far as I know, on the up and up. It's the attention that he's getting in the media will be used against the Republican Party as a whole. Will be used against any conservative as a whole. So while I understand that he is a protest candidate, and that's great. Um, they're going to capitalize on this as much as possible. I've told you that the blue wave doesn't exist, but the blue fraud absolutely does. And their connection to all of mainstream media and these bogus polls, that's the thing is I don't even really believe this poll. How many polls do you think that they did where, oh, it didn't turn out the way that they wanted it? Like, and they had to sift through some data and this is what they're wanting. It's not too much support, but it's just enough. To cause a little bit of a stir and to and to make people go into a tizzy and say, well, we got to get out there. We got to mobilize. Neo-Nazis are taking over California. What are we going to do? These Nazis, they're everywhere. Meanwhile, I haven't really seen any of these Nazis, but I'd like to meet them somewhere. <laughs> but that's what's happening here. So I want you to understand how sinister the 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 dnc and the jewish controlled bullshit lying press is and how they're using a man like patrick little and i understand there's some other drama surrounding him at the moment among the alt right and I don't care about that. Sort that amongst yourselves. You're, you know, that's, that's, it's just, it, it doesn't concern me at least not in 2018 when we have such a crucial midterm year, it doesn't really concern me. And I'm not even sure how to fix this outside of, and this is why I wanted Patrick Little to, 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 to be on the show is let's find out what his other policies are. I know he wants a wall. I know he's uh, anti-mass immigration. He's pro-ICE. Well, these are things that we can support him for. I mean, I support him for the Jew shit, too. But, you know, I, it's that's not going to win you an election. Um, it would be nice if we could get Patrick little uh, elected somewhere like in West Virginia for a House seat, okay, where he could probably win. I think he'd do a great job. But all I'm doing is sounding the alarm of look at how much attention he's getting and look at where it's coming from and look at what the end result is going to be. They're worried. The tide is turning. Trumpian populism and nationalism is on the rise. So they're going to find someone like Patrick Little, a protest candidate, and claim that everyone is just... Denying the Holocaust and all of this, you know, which, you know, we, I'm not a historian. All right. Um, we could, we could debate that. I think there's plenty to debate about it. Uh, I'm not sold on it. You know, as anybody who listens to the show knows, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that shit, but you know, it's, it's also, it's not going to be like my key issue in 2018. It's like, I don't know. Uh, what does Renace have to say about uh, the Holocaust? Like, I'm not, you know, it doesn't, that's not, It's it's so fucking irrelevant. And you need to win. You need to win where you can win. So look out for this. And when you see this, when you're arguing with people on the Twitter or whatever, I need you to be aware of this. I need you to know. They asked 520 people who... I'm not even sure if they really spoke English or if they just kind of nodded their head and just said yes to someone, but they're using it as a weapon. I don't know spicky what what was your what was your take on this
0: uh I don't believe any poll personally, not anymore certainly um but they right now what they're doing is they are uh they are scared rats that are starting to feel cornered. They're not quite there yet. So um, what's realistically, what's happening is um, they're wasting a fucking shitload of time on something that's basically irrelevant to prove a point that really it, it, it's not going to fucking help them. It doesn't really matter. What they're trying to do is make an example out of a guy like Patrick Little who – uh, all he did was name the Jew, basically. But I think that
1: it could make a difference because this this panic, you know, obviously they they are you know in a panic. But when you've got a few tight house races there, this could make a world of difference. Is them citing some BS poll of 520 fucking Asian people and. You know him getting second to Diane Feinstein. I mean, I saw even the Young Turks uh, had some uh, Republican contender. It was some chick, so I I I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it wasn't Republican. I don't know. It's the only chick on here is this Allison Hartson lady, so I assume it was her. But they had she made some video and she was like, "This is just terrible. It's just so terrible." They they can use that because if somebody hears something in passing. They're likely to believe it because they're low information dumbasses who were not going to vote in the midterm anyway, but, you know, uh, could just feel compelled to do it, especially with California is uh, big on the on the mail ends. Um, you know, it uh, it could cause the Democrats to go into a tizzy and just vote card Democrat. Um, you know, a couple of these races were or were uh, just one of them that I named was uh, over in Orange County. Now, over in Orange County, uh, they were pretty red, and then there was so many protest votes against Trump that people voted downcard Democrat, and then immediately regretted it because they, you know, the guys over in Sacramento now are raising uh, all of the all of the taxes, and the people in Orange County didn't like that. But they're not going if they hear neo-Nazi, you know, which is what he's being framed as, they are uh, likely to do kind of the same thing uh, again, uh, or at least I would imagine the women will. I think that this is something that could work unless we are aware of it right now and are are able to let people know what's actually going on is that this poll is kind of bullshit, and I'm not saying pull your support of Patrick little if you're in California, you should vote for him you know like that's you should vote for him um it'd be it'd be neat, you know, but it it just they've got their little media fucking rats all over it. And this is a bogus fucking bullshit poll
0: yeah it is I, I I see your point but at the same time I mean I guess I guess time will tell we'll see how much time they fucking spend just <laughs> they're gonna continue to attack him uh we're gonna see how what they use for their resources to do so uh most Democrats of California vote down ballot fucking Democrat anyways, yeah. Uh, I mean they're they're that is the that is the capital of low information, absolutely fucking retarded voters. Uh <laughs> they don't give a fuck. I mean they they just it's it's mostly the people who are going for the Gibbs Me Dads. Now in you know places like Orange County or rural California, that stuff definitely does make a difference. Uh and, and I don't believe that to be the case where you know shit like that happens there as much as it does. <laughs> say in the bay area where they just go in just to vote or they mail in their fucking vote and it's just a bunch of fucking democrats and that's it doesn't matter what their policy is doesn't matter anything they don't give a fuck they're going to do it regardless for the most part they're fucking dumb
1: yeah i mean and and more people are going to vote in the general or whatever but it, like so many people don't vote in the midterm um but this this could be, i mean this could motivate people uh, just to just to vote because like, oh, no Nazis or whatever. But th- this is another part of the survey that I thought was really funny before we get back to Patrick Muddle. Um So uh, there, there is uh, there, there's uh, an initiative on the ballot uh, called Cal 3. Cal 3 would divide the state in t- uh, of California into three separate states. 17 percent said yes to divide. And that was 916 registered voters. <laughs> <laughs> so seventeen percent of more uh would vote to just break up California entirely. Um, you know, again, not a lot of people, but uh still, you know, still something to still something to look at. I mean, uh I don't I don't necessarily think that uh that Patrick Little would win in any of those uh three California states either, but it'd be nice if would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, we talked about this a while ago. I think it was two states back then they were talking about doing it. I, I forget what the, the, the group was or whatever, but uh, I would love to see it happen. I think it would be fucking comical. I mean, uh, could you imagine the outrage of the, the coastal Californians who uh, – the the ones who don't pay for shit, uh, and then you've got the, uh, the, the incredibly rich ones who don't really give a fuck about money or what they have to pay in. Uh, it would fucking, the whole coast would just chimp out. And they would probably cause an earthquake chimping out. It'd be <laughs> fucking glorious. I mean, realistically, they don't need to be broken up into three states. They need an earthquake. They need yeah. a catastrophic fucking earthquake is what they need.
1: This needs to be broken off into the sea.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a few friends there that I'd like to get out of there before that happens. I know we've we've talked about not allowing too many into the rest of the United States. Just Last week I think it was. But it's gotta be based on merit, dude.
1: It's gotta be based on merit. So I don't don't know. Uh some of them if if I vouch for them, they can come. I don't know. I don't know. We gotta we gotta have some extreme vetting going on. But it's I don't know. I I don't think I'm sounding the alarms too much or or like I am sounding the alarms, but like I don't think I'm in, in full panic mode here. Uh what I'm saying, this is this is exactly the type of shit that... uh that the DNC would pull. Um, We know that they are just shady little rats and that that's all they are. And then when you get uh, that, uh, that Jewish fella, Nate Silver saying like, Oh geez. Yeah. Look at this poll. You fucking prick who hasn't been right about anything for a long time. Uh, It's, it's just propaganda. And you know, one thing that I don't like is when I see a lot of the dissonant, right just cheering some nonsense, you know, I even had, uh, well, I'm not going to name him. Uh, but you know, he's, he's a long time listener of the show, uh, asked me like, did you see what Patrick little's poll numbers are? At? And I said, yeah, 18%. And that was, and it was like, okay, I've got to, you know, I gotta, I, I, I gotta kind of cover this. We gotta, we gotta talk about this because it's, it's hysteria. It's just fucking hysteria. Um, it, Guys, you got to realize like how this stuff can be used against us. Uh, and they control the, the, the whole fucking media. And if you allow them to control the narrative by agreeing with it, by not looking into it or looking at the actual... You know where I found the schematics of this poll, Spicky? Do you know where I found the schematics of this poll? Nope. Can't imagine. Fucking Snopes. <laughs> That's awesome. They had a link to it. I searched Patrick Little California 18% and I got a whole bunch of uh, you know, HuffPo, I think it was, like just all leftist bullshit, um, you know, in a full tizzy over it. And then I saw the Snopes thing. They of course rated it as true and then it was like in a poll, click the poll, Survey USA, and then I looked at it 520 likely primary voters.
0: It's pretty in depth, too.
1: Well, yeah, it's the schematics of the poll. I mean, um, it uh, it's it took the minimal amount of research, but I feel like you know we we've got so many people that are are upset and feel like we aren't winning or anything like that. Um, where, guys, it it's it looks okay if you're willing to work for it. Okay, like no, we're not getting a senate seat in California. Like probably ever, but you know, I mean, there are those, those house races there. Uh, And, and this type of poll can affect that, you know, because it affects turnout. These are low information people. These are a lot of illegals and they're probably just going to cheat anyway. But when I get the information that safe is downgraded to likely, that's not, that's not a good look. We're not, we're not uh, we're not headed on the right path there, but I stand by the fact there is no fucking blue wave. There's only no. going to be blue fraud, and uh, I've had so a couple of people fight me on that. They'd be like, "Yeah, there's a
0: blue wave, buddy."
1: There's there's not, Demi. Um, no, I need I you to get out so. there and work.
0: I, well, I, I need to a... go ahead. Yeah, I, I, dude, I, I just don't think so. They've shot themselves in the foot so many fucking times lately. Uh, it, realistically, that's all it's going to take to fucking. Uh, kind of point out a lot of what they've done recently to fucking destroy shit to make it so there's not going to be even anything remotely close to a blue wave. There's just not. Well, and they have no platform.
1: I mean, you got to think about it. You know, they uh, they tried the gun thing. Um, I like to take a little bit of responsibility for that, Spiky. I think we did a good job of uh, helping. You know, get get people to um, fight against that. I mean, we got people to join the fucking NRA and all that. People are done with David Hogg. I don't think he's ever going away. But you know, uh, they'll they'll it's, it's we're not really going to need to go into it too much. But you saw uh, that that uh, art display that had like the um, you know rent a bike thing with a- a- AR 15s in it and stuff. And the scariest looking model and all of that. There there's going to be some assholes that are trying to push that, but. Uh that's not working. That didn't work. Um, you know, they've cooled off on the impeachment thing. Before that they had DACA and like that, you know, that's fucking not a thing anymore. They have no platform. The Democrats have no platform going into twenty eighteen. They have nothing that they can have anybody vote for besides uh, I don't know. I don't like Trump, and that's not even going to be enough for them because depending on which polls you look at, the president's job job approval rating, and that's his job approval rating, not how much do you like the president. Because even a lot of Republicans don't like the president because he's mean
0: on the Twitter,
1: you know, little bitch people. Um, it's between forty two and fifty one percent of his job approval rating. Okay, so people liked the tax cuts. People like where he's going with these things. Um, And without the Obama coalition of oppressed peoples, uh, which that's, uh, that is what Obama made. All right. And he, uh, well, Hillary crashed the Democrat uh, Democratic Party, but you know, he set them up to do that. And then even through all of this ridiculous fraud with the intelligence community and everything, it looks like they're just kind of, they're, they're not, Going to be in a good position um, as long as we stay, you know, on top of our game here, and we pay attention to stuff like this. Uh, this, this is exactly what we should be doing, and I applaud all of you that are that are out there trying to do things like go find your guy that is running into your district or or your senator that's that's uh, you know running. You got to help out. Make some fucking phone calls. Okay, this is the 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 fight doesn't end especially when we're in the thick of it right now. But this was good. This was really good. Um, A North Philadelphia election worker has pleaded guilty to election fraud during a 2017 special election for a state House seat in the city. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro Says 59-year-old Thurman George, a machine inspector at poll 437, pleaded guilty on Wednesday to frauds by election officers. George, along with three other election workers, uh, were accused of harassment and intimidation against voters who wanted to vote for candidates of their choice, but not the candidate being pushed by the city's Democratic Party machine. Minority Inspector Calvin Maddox previously pleaded guilty to not meeting the qualifications of election officers for uh, living outside the district in which he was working, while Dolores Shaw, the judge of election uh, poll 43-7, received an accelerated rehabilitative disposition for What the fuck is that? Okay, I don't even know what that fucking means. Uh, for compromising the local election board. A pre-child conference for Wallace Hill, a bilingual uh, translator, has been scheduled for June 6th. The incident happened during a special election in March 2017 for the uh, 197th State House District. My job is to uphold Pennsylvania law to ensure free and fair elections, Spiro said. We were drawing a clear line during a time when the integrity of our country's elections are being questioned. The sanctity of one person, one vote must Uh, and will be upheld here in pennsylvania george has been sentenced to five years promotion probation is prohibited for uh from voting for four years so this is this is the democratic party here guys they are willing to do anything and they're going to do anything to try to uh, if they can if you're a little old lady stop you from voting if they're able to cheat They're going to, if they're going to come up with fake polls and push it off for their shitty friends in the media, they're going to. What happened to when we knew that they weren't playing fair? I think we all know that they don't play fair. So that doesn't mean you go out and cheat or anything like that, but it does mean that you have to work double time. It didn't end with Donald Trump. It only got harder with Donald Trump. It got so much harder because they've been playing this game for a long time. How many Project Veritas videos do you have to see? You can't just quit. And the only reason I have to like harp on this all the time is because I see so many people just withdrawing entirely from the electoral process. That's not a good look. You're letting them win. But Brian, I do trust the electoral process. Well, fine, you have every right to not trust it. But you need to go out and do your damnedest. And I need you to do more than just tweet. Like, get out there. Do something. It's very frustrating. It's so fucking frustrating for people like me and Spicky.
0: Right to (laughs) Brighton. Exposing the nose. (laughs)
1: Man hospitalized after being shot by beloved dog in freak accident. Um, Spicky, what do you think that dog's breed was? Uh, a gang-banging pit bull. They have guns now! I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. The pit bulls have gone from just mauling children to that they, they're now shooting their owners. But he was a good dog. He did do mutton. An Iowa man remained hospitalized Thursday after reportedly being shot by his dog. The bizarre incident occurred Wednesday. Uh, Richard Ramey, 51, told 911 dispatchers that he had been playing with his dog, a Labrador Pitbull mix named, oh, see, it was Mixed Breed. Mm, mixed breeds have uh, a tendency to go on shooting sprees. We know this. Uh, when a, pit, a Labrador Pitbull mix named Balu, uh, when his canine accidentally hit his gun, The gun fired, injuring Remy. Unfortunately, in this case, you can't foresee things that can happen. And this was one of those freak accidents. Uh, Fort Dodge Police Chief Roger Porter said, wrestling around with your dog, you wouldn't think it could happen. But it did, and it was unfortunate. Remy said that uh, Belu was a big wuss and instantly started whining after the gun fired, as though he knew something was wrong. Uh, It could have been a lot worse than it was, and we're thankful Uh, Remy is okay. Um, Porter said Remy was transferred to a Des Moines hospital due to internal bleeding from the gunshot and then uh he's got to he's got to go fund me he's got to get well fund on on go fund me let's see how much money there's there is in that um $45 of 10,000 ouch ouch
0: <laughs> that's fucking terrible
1: <laughs> no sympathy for uh for pit owners um damn yeah that's uh i i just i just think it's funny all of the big mess that you know goose has been uh causing uh with his uh anti-pit.org um and then you know here here it is here it is this uh 80 to 100 pound uh uh pit just just fuck, fucking straight up <laughs> just shoots his fucking owner
0: blasted him dude yeah, uh, huge shout out to Goose because he's absolutely fucking correct. My uh, my neighbor, I have a fenced-in backyard. My neighbor has a fucking pit bull that they just let fucking run free. Um, So I have to worry about that thing more than I do crime where I live. So when it comes over to my fence and my dog and that fucking retarded thing keep going back and forth and running along the fucking fence, and that dog runs across the street. Man, I cannot wait for that thing to get smoked by a fucking car, and I hope I get to see it. Jesus. I hate those fucking things. They are fucking shitty-ass dogs, man. Like, oh, yeah, no, they're good. It's all up to the, the owner's fault if they're bad dogs. No, they're fucking bred to fight. They're bred to kill shit. Just like my dog, man. I can't keep my dog from running off. She's a fucking beagle. If she she gets wind of a fucking rabbit or anything along those lines, even a fucking squirrel, she drops her nose, she's gone. That is in her her bloodline. She is fucking bred to do that. Those things are bred to eat people's fucking faces, kill their fucking children, and apparently they're smartening up and they're fucking squeezing triggers now. What the fuck? I mean, it's...
1: Uh, it's uh they are they, chicago the dog i mean that's that's fucking true it's it, i i am impressed about uh, how people have mobilized uh with the anti pit stuff and it's great um and you would think okay fine there might be a way to have a reasonable conversation about this but you can't because of the pit mommies i mean the the messages that i see, have seen uh that i guess goose posts on his twitter and that even beardson beardly uh, just, uh, as he put it, he dipped his toe into the anti pit thing and he was just hit with tons of messages and death threats and all of these things. These are how these people react to it. Um, they're not rational. Uh, and they're even saying that it's racist, you what? know? W- yeah. Oh, these are, these are some real fucking winners, man. These are, you know, definitely 145 plus IQ winners with like uh, a great life ahead of them. You know, that's why they, uh, that's why they send death threats over, uh, you know, pit bull statistics. All right, it's uh, it's it's something. It's it's just something. I mean, I've never seen like what a strange hill to die on. You know. Well,
0: well, here's my thing. Okay, so I let my dog out. Well, I I take her out in the morning. Uh, on uh, before I go to work during the week, so I take her out on a leash. She pisses. She comes back in. Uh, sometimes she shits. Whatever. Uh, on the weekends at like. Seven o'clock. I just fucking let her out there. By seven thirty, my dog is fucking howling. She's a beagle, right? Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and fucking defend people if they want to kill all fucking beagles because my dog's waking them up when they're hungover. I'm not gonna be mad at them for that. That makes sense to me. Like that's a logical response to my dog waking them up every Saturday and Sunday morning. I get it. I won't be upset about it. I mean, I still love my dog. I don't care if you want to kill all beagles or not. I'm still letting my dog out at 7:30 in the morning. But the fact is, with pit bulls, it's it's it. They're fucking such. Why would you own one? Is it just like the, to get off on like the fact that uh maybe that thing's gonna eat my face, and maybe it's gonna be fun? Like you feel like you're dodging a fucking bullet or something. I mean, is that what it is? Like you're you're playing with fire? Is that those are pit bull owners? They're mentally unstable. I
1: I wouldn't even go so far as to say that like I wanna because like I, I listen, I hate animals. I think they're all a bunch of dickheads. Uh I just don't think they should be used for like food or anything like that. I just mainly I just think it's weird and gross and it's inhumane. Like I I, I feel for animals, you know. I'm like, Oh, keep on going, you little raccoon buddy. Like, you know, do your do your thing, run around, just don't get into my trash. Um but I think that they should be spayed and neutered and we should just get rid of, uh, the, rid of the breed entirely. I mean, you know, all people breeds, I think we should just get rid of because they're, 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 they're bred to be aggressive. Um, and they just snap, you know, I mean, just oh, yeah. the stats show it, you know, that's, that's what, uh, that's what they do. Uh, so if we could just get a sweet fucking eugenics program going on where we get rid of them, um, I think that's the humane way to do it. Just span in a room until they're gone. And you got to think about like, you're right. The people that do own them, who are they? It's mainly like drug dealers and blacks and like mud sharks and stuff. Um, You know, there's, there's just, there are good pit bulls out there, you know, but for how long? All right. And it's, it's, it's just all it takes is most. And uh, when you've got 2017 says 74%, of dog bite related talities are from pit breeds uh that's something you got to look at and especially if you know you're like somebody like you and i Spiky, who are racist or racialist or whatever you want to call it i you know i'm actual racist like i don't i don't care um I, i i'm not racist because i think that blacks are ugly i'm racist because well, they tend to not be trustworthy. And yeah, they might be fun because they make some rap music. And I'm like, that is funny. I like watching you smoke pot and say things that rhyme, but you're still going to like snap and rob me, you know? And it can just be for nothing, you know? I, I mean, in, in my personal experience, I, you know, had uh, black friends that like they seemed totally reasonable. And then one day it was just like, whoa, you're way too drunk. What the hell is your problem? Uh, that's it's the same thing. You know, um, we've got to look at trends and patterns, which is like Jews are bad, pit bulls are bad, labradors are smart. They're the most Aryan of the dogs.
0: <laughs> well, even even Rottweilers are, and, cat, and cats are just garbage in general. And yes. like nobody should own a cat. Yeah, cats you know, are cat, like women.
1: Cats, yeah, the cats are are the women of the do- of the uh, of the animal world. You know, they just shouldn't they shouldn't exist at all. Like it's. And tigers are the feminist women of of the animal world.
0: Yeah, well, why can't can't drug dealers get Rottweilers or something? You can actually train those things to attack on command. You don't need a fucking pit bull who's going to eat your little fucking black baby. You don't need one. I mean, I'm fine with these black babies. But the problem is they get out and they eat fucking – they just fucking bite anything that moves is what it comes down to. I had a husky. When I was a kid, and she used to kill cats. Same fenced-in backyard, okay? Cats would get into her territory, they would kill them. She never killed a fucking thing that was outside of her territory. Pit bulls, they don't give a fuck. That's, I mean, are you actually,
1: like, an animal person, like, at all? Because I'm not, dude. Like, I really okay. don't care.
0: Okay. Uh, I i guess now would be a good time to talk about it. Yeah, I am. A, I'm a dog person. I fucking love dogs. Um, but I will absolutely fucking kill anything if I'm out in the woods. I don't give a fuck what it is. Most of the shit I eat, it's it's just like a hunter. It's just a guy in an orange vest. He's like, "Oh, hi," and just like fucking arms gone. Like, what the hell? Yeah, like I don't shoot protected animals or anything. But I mean, like, I go squirrel hunting and shit like that. I mean, they're pretty much worthless. They taste all right, but you know, you can eat them. Uh. That bird that was attacking my window, that's what I was saying. This would be a good time to mention it. It's making a nest inside of my shed. So that fuck it's not going to end well for that thing. I'm going to fucking punch it right in the fucking head with a boxing glove. Going in there, locking myself in, and that's it. I'm killing that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, it's still you doing got your... it. And I found it this morning. I went outside, and I'm like, Motherfucker! I saw it fly out from underneath my shed, or from uh, out through the shed door because it was open. like go, holy fuck, man! There's like a hole it can get in. Yeah, I'm gonna seal that shit up. I'm gonna go in there. And I'm gonna fucking slug that thing.
1: You got a, you got your own little uh, illegal in there. Yeah, it's gotta go. Well, I mean, I, I just, I think the important thing to re- to remember is that anybody who is like pro pit bull or anything like that are going to be the same liberal dumbasses that are going to tell you science is real. And like it, dude, here's the thing too. Like if somebody were to tell me, uh, you, you know, truthfully or whatever, like if, if, even if white people weren't just the best people at building civilizations, I'd still go, well, that's my team. I gotta, I gotta be on their side because, that's the whole reason, and I think you're probably in the same boat. That's the whole reason I fucking pal around with the goddamn alt-right so much and a lot of the I mean the dissonant right uh is is different, the people that don't like the the you know, the the alt-right incorporated crap. Uh the whole reason I fucking even talk to these people is because we have very similar ideas and that's my team. You know, it's just kind of sucks that like my team right now is just like fucking retarded these days. But that's the team, and that's what you have to advocate for. Like, I mean, we, we trash-talk white women all the time because they're just fucking garbage. But at the end of the day, who else is there, Spicky? I mean, that's <laughs> the only ones. So like, that's we're stuck with them. You know, it's just like, ah, uh, fuck. Well, they're the best ones. Like, women as a whole are shit, but uh, white women are the best ones. So, like, you're fucked. You're screwed. But these are the same assholes that are going to, like, tell you, like, oh, science and all that. And they're just talking about global warming or science that is – uh, you know, beneficial to them and their shitty little narrative. And I, I, I just think more important than the science of pit bulls is the reaction that it gets the, the just horrible venomous reaction that it gets from these pit mommies and blacks, uh, about how, you know, it's just, uh, it's just about the owner or whatever. When like nobody, uh, like i'm not saying pitbull genocide or anything like that um it's it's an absolute mess and that just shows like if we can't get people to look at those stats that aren't even about humans we're beyond fucked i mean we've gone so far down the down the path of denying reality and denying statistics that um we're we're completely fucked um we're not going to end on a black pill here but uh, because we got a couple more stories and a, and a funny one at the end but uh that's just something like the reaction is something that really made me just think um we it's it's so much worse than we think it is you know you you can't you can't do anything because that, that, that every subject every topic is a hill that someone is willing to die on and they're fanatics for absolutely everything. I mean, we've got a really, really divided uh, country on, on nearly every issue. Uh, and that that is going to take somebody far greater than Trump to, to unify on. Um, but I think Spiky and I are up to the task.
0: Um, well, I, do you think, wasn't there a show on Animal Planet where there was that bitch who rescued a bunch of abandoned pit bulls They were just left behind. How is that on a red pill? How many fucking, how many pit bulls have to be left behind before people realize they're a shitty fucking dog?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. In general, I I could say that I don't really care about dogs. Um, Because I'm not one. White girls, though. White girls, uh, well, they love dogs a lot.
0: You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. It's right to ride.
1: Ah, it was the wrong uh, wrong button, but, uh, you know, it'll still work. Uh, Russia backtracks on Syrian missile sale after Netanyahu visit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right on Suicide Watch. Oh, no. (laughs) Russia is backing away from a proposal to supply the Syrian government with a state-of-the-art missile defense system following a visit to Moscow by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. According to media reports, an aide to Russian President Vladimir Putin reportedly said that Moscow was not uh, not considering supplying Syria with S-300 ground-to-air missiles, uh, citing the Russian uh, newspaper vestia. I don't know. I'm sure it means uh, propaganda in Russian. I don't know. Uh, For now, we're not talking about any deliveries of new modern systems. The aide Vladimir Kozin reportedly said the S three hundred sales to Syria were raised last month after the U S., France, and the United Kingdom launched a series of strikes on Syria in response to a chemical weapons attack that I am putting in quotations uh, in a Damascus suburb allegedly carried out uh, by the Syrian government. Uh, subtext here: I think that Assad had weapons that the that the uh, uh, rebels, if you want to call them that, got a hold of. Nobody was supposed to have those in that region, whatever there's you need to listen to the show. We've gone over this before, but uh, after that Russian foreign minister, uh, Sergei, uh, Lavrov said that Moscow had no obligation to refrain from delivering the missile systems, to Syria, a close ally of Russia, but the prospect of the S 300 sales raised concern in Israel, which has conducted a number of airstrikes in Syria in recent years, including fucking recently. um, uh, uh, on Thursday, Israel struck a number of Iranian targets, so they go into this. It's funny, it, it, Spicky, did you know I went back and I like checked the chat afterwards because I just like, sc- uh, like click through uh, on the YouTube thing and I checked the chat. People thought we were getting fucking news cucked instead of just deliberately fucking ignoring the fact that uh, uh, Israel was striking the Golan Heights like we gave a flying fuck. Uh, I thought that was funny, but uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, yippee, yeah, ha has been uh, lobbying Putin not to deliver the missile systems to Syria. Uh, Some nibba, Dmitry uh, Peskov, uh, told reporters uh, on Friday the S-300 sales were never announced, which is bullshit, and that Moscow reserved the right to do anything considered, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now I'm going to get your your take on this here. Um, It seems to me, and I'm going to quote you, I just don't think this is the hill that Russia is willing to die on. They're not going to talk. They, they, they're not going to they're not going to lose everything to Syria. No, they don't. They're, they're not. That's not their game. They've got bigger fish to fry. I'm pretty sure the Benjamin Netanyahu went over there and was like. Oy vey, you're never going to win this guy. There's just no chance in the world. You know that the U.S. has a back. You don't want war with them, do you? And by the way, if you do, we're probably going to bomb Iran. That won't look very good for you. You know you can't win against the U.S., and they're a bitch. Now, I don't believe that if and when Israel does strike Iran, which I don't think they're stupid enough, Uh, although they've been trying to goad us into a, a war with them for what, like 70 fucking years uh, that's it's not, it's just not gonna happen um, I, I don't think that I don't think that I don't think that we would do it I really don't I think that there is a very good chance that BB and Trump have had a conversation that is you're gonna have to go it alone now are they going to go it alone I don't know they might But I don't believe that Trump would want to get involved with the war in Iran. And the reason is, I believe that Donald Trump is trying to do to Iran what he did to North Korea. And it seems to be working with Korea. Maximum pressure. What we will do is we will put unbelievable sanctions. It will make it, it just fucking unlivable there, even more so than it already is. And the people in Iran, maybe they want regime change and they can do it themselves, but we're not going to be responsible for it. But by saying, hey, there's a better you know, thing, if you play ball and any smart person. Any smart person would say, OK, we're going to play ball. Everybody knows that Israel has nukes. We are very sure that Iran is developing nukes. This has just been common knowledge for anybody, If you know, if you're playing along at home for the last few years. Um, it's, it's, that's the case. Uh, I don't, I, I, I'd like it if none of them did, but what are you going to do? And it's, it's not like Iran just couldn't get fucking, you know, weapons from Pakistan anyway, you know, so like, there's the thing, but it, uh, it just seems likely that Putin's getting bitched out. Like he's getting just turned into a little bitch right now. And that's what Russia is. They're little bitches. And they're always just big, you know, like, oh, we're we're big, tough guys. And you're not. You're not. You can't stand up to the U.S. and you're never going to be able to as long as we actually stay sharp, stay frosty out there. As long as we do that. But this isn't the hill that they're going to die on, not Syria. There's no fucking way. Syria is going to have to sort itself out. And I hope Assad wins the war. He was winning. He probably still will. But it's still not my fucking problem. I don't know, Uh,
0: Yeah, uh, Syria is definitely not the hill that Russia's even going to come close to dying on. They're basically tying their assets up in the middle of uh, a bunch of NATO countries is what it comes down to. Uh, Basically, he could just be pressured out of there. If really, if everybody wanted to fucking do that, I mean, he's that's not where if he wanted to fight a war. I mean, Russia's huge in posturing. That's what they do: is they they pump their chest. They've been doing it for years and fucking years, where they'll just they'll talk a big game. Their military's not as great as a it. They make it sound with that they do have propaganda videos on YouTube. Um, they're they're not gonna fucking they're not gonna fight a war like that on foreign soil with a lot of their I mean not most but a lot of their military there and not a whole lot of backing from anybody else besides maybe fucking China and uh, the Chinese. Chinese-
1: China's not going to sever their economic ties with us, though. I mean, we're having a little yeah. bit of a, you know, a trade fight at the moment, but uh ch- you know, China's not that fucking stupid either.
0: Well um, even if they did, their their fucking their equipment is junk. It's it's just about like everything else that comes out of China. It is fucking trash. It is rushed, it is just it's garbage, man. I, it's yeah, no, I mean, they, they Russia
1: and and uh, well, I mean, I don't know China as, as well. I mean, they're like shooting planes off of their uh, 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 they, they have an aircraft carrier now, I think. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I thought China just had an aircraft carrier recently, which is like, you know, it's funny to me that. Yeah, people are just now trying to figure out how to do this. We, you know, we'd like fucking slingshot ours off of things. Uh, but theirs had like a big ramp that went up. You know, like like a Hot Wheels thing, like it's just really cool. I think that was China, uh, might be wrong, but uh, somebody somebody recently just like figured out how to fucking you know make planes take off from boats. You know, I don't think again I and we've talked about this before. I don't think people realize just how fucking monumental the U.S. military is, and nobody knows what a full scale war with the current U.S. military would be, which is why uh with the you know the omnibus bill, uh, which none of us like, and we didn't even get into. Uh, we got one more story after this and then we're going to do, um, uh, while I'm putting things together, we're going to be doing, uh, another one of those, uh, live kind of hangout AMA things, uh, which Jesus. we will, yeah, we'll, we'll get you guys the link to that, uh, directly afterwards. So stick around, um, uh, and, and check Twitter, but, uh, it, uh, it, it, nobody, nobody understands. No, nobody really understands the monumental force of the U S military. So when you get that, and then the obvious, uh, you know, influence that Israel has, of course Russia's going to fucking back down. You know, do I like that Israel was the ones to do that? No, but it was already leading up to that anyway. Yeah. You know, there's there's a reason that like if, if Donald Trump was ready to go to war with Iran, we could do it, but he's not doing it for a a a very good reason. If he wanted to go to war with Syria, we could do it. But he's instead you know wanting an investigation into this last chemical attack for a reason the doomsday shit has got to end because you know what it's it's just uh, i don't know i don't know it's just uh, it's just kind of fucking stupid i guess that's that's really the only thing i could say about it
0: you're listening to right to bryden Making Nigel Farage look like a pussy.
1: <laughs> Last story of the night here. We are running long, but... Uh, uh, well, maybe we're not running long. I don't know. Uh, depends on if you're a commuter or if you're here live in the audience. But uh, you might have heard the name Lacey McCauley. She is this uh, 40-something... Oh, my God. What is going on with this website? It's a terrible website. Um, she She's this antifa check who she went to the Trump inauguration and got totally, totally owned because a lot of them got picked up for being you know violent pieces of shit, and she was one of them. Well, she has posted the docs of many, many people, and uh, she wrote an article called My Life Since I Was Doxed, A Case Study in Why Anti-Fascists Wear Masks. So, hey, yeah, she went to Amarin and was taking photos of people with their masks off and stuff like that, and she's a woman, and she's encouraging people to break the law. In no way has she possibly flipped on her comrades. No, no, not at all. That's not what just common sense would fucking dictate. Hello, is this Lacey McCauley? I answered my phone. Is uh, is this Lacey? Uh, Asked a woman's voice. Yes, this is Lacey, I answered. The caller ID showed a person was calling from Vermont, probably a Bernie supporter who wants to be part of our protest against Donald Trump. I thought I was sitting on a floor in a church. Boo! They should have kicked you out. In Washington, D.C. on my computer with a few other activists. The date was Monday, January 16th, 2017. It was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and I had the day off of work. All around us, people were preparing for the protest of Trump's inauguration on January 20th, 2017. A workshop in nonviolent direction, uh in nonviolent direct action would be underway soon. And we had invited a gaggle of reporters to come and film people learning how to effectively blockade the security gates that would surround Trump's inaugural ceremony. You guys remember that when they uh you know stopped people who paid their good fucking money to go to the inauguration? Do you do you remember that fucking mess? These people are trash. But one thing that sticks out of me from that paragraph, and I'm not reading the whole goddamn thing because it's very irritating. We invited a gaggle of reporters. Do you remember the last, like, uh, far-right activist group that invited a gaggle of reporters? It was Spencer Incorporated. And look at how well that worked out for them. A thing that everybody needs to understand is if you're going to talk to the media, Spicky and I are the fucking media. The rest of it is not going to do you any good. We're going to keep your fucking uh, anonymity and uh, these people won't. But what's really funny is they knew they knew, well, this will just be a great thing. And then the media is going to just love us and like, look at how great we are. We promote our cause. You know, uh, oh, geez, there's there's probably a Bernie supporter that wants to learn how to do uh, nonviolent direct action, which is bullshit. We know what you do. Why are you facing felony charges? You fucking old bitch. The only reason I would even call her old is because that's too old to be running around in a ninja mask, smashing windows and resisting arrest. I was furiously responding to press inquiries and making arrangements for other activists to get interviewed. (laughs) My name and phone number was all over our press materials. Then you didn't get doxxed! I'm sorry, that's not... It gets worse, Vicky. Hold on. Because later where she says she got doxxed, she doesn't even know what doxxed means. Uh, and her news story was a hot ticket. Well, I am here in Vermont, and I've seen a few Bernie rallies, the woman began. Her voice then raised several octaves, but you people are planning to protest the president. Just fuck you. You are a cunt. Uh, I can hear that you are very angry, I said, trying my best to use nonviolent communication. Come on. Uh, I think you should realize that Fuck you. You people are just ruining our country. The woman continued. She elaborated on her point for a moment while my mind worked on how she may have gotten my phone number. Maybe she had seen a press release. (laughs) When you broadcast your fucking phone number everywhere, don't be surprised. Thanks and good luck to you. I hope that you stop being so angry. I quipped and hung up. I looked at my friend who was next to his computer next to me who had a mildly worried look on his face. That sounded aggressive. He said, I agreed. Moments later, we learned that a right-wing group called Project Veritas had just released a secretly recorded video made by unscrupulous right-wing operator James O'Keefe. The video featured images and a number of VC activists, including me, and contained my name and email address right in the video. A quick Google search reviewed a broad swath of information about me. No fucking shit. People barely knew the term doxing then. <laughs> People did, Spiky did people barely know the term doxing on January
0: 16th, 2017? Uh, I can't speak for everybody because I guess I knew it. Uh, everybody I knew knew it. She thought, she thinks that James
1: O'Keefe fucking doxed her. But, no.
0: She fucking self-doxed, basically. Oh, Yeah. I mean, she's so fucking stupid that, uh, and the thing is like, uh, didn't she use her real name on Twitter anyways? Or did she change it to it after? I'm pretty sure she used her real name before that. And then, uh, people put the account to the name on the, uh, the the, whatever the fuck it was that came out. I can't even fucking remember, but man, it was like the worst OP sec I've ever seen. She's like wearing a fucking mask. Like, Hey, got a name tag that says I'm Lacey McCauley. (laughs) What the fuck is the point of the mask? You retard. No. And the best part was that
1: she, she goes on here to say that uh, it was, it was not true when all of this is what they always try to do. James O'Keefe and, and the wonderful work that project Veritas does uh it just like oh it wasn't true and all that and we you know uh uh here here's a good one here uh, the project veritas video contains lies conspiracy theories and members representations about us did you do you remember the uh the fucking the video that actually came out that was like these guys talking about doing just illegal fucking shit like stink bombing uh yes. inaugural parties and crap like that which is dis, just discharging, uh, you know, just like chemical devices and shit like that. That's fucking. I don't care if it's a prank, bro. It's still fucking illegal. Ask like a lot of YouTube. It's 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 very funny, but uh she goes and was slated to become national news on the Fox network my group set to responding to the fake news luckily it happened to be released on an afternoon we had nearly every major news outlet scheduled to arrive at our doorstep at the church one i think it's hilarious that they're doing this at a church um because that just shows that like the the christians are really nice to the or at least the protestant christians are like really nice to these fucking atheist assholes and there, Like, in what world, Spicky, could you and I invite every major news network into anything that, you know, we were going to do and it not just be looked upon
0: negatively? It doesn't exist. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it never will either, as far as I'm concerned. I
1: mean, that's uh, we we prepared a statement refuting the video's lies and sent it out far and wide. Thanks to luck, tenacity, and plain-spoken truth-telling, we mostly killed their story. That's not true in the least bit, you dumb whore. Fox news realized the story was baseless. So they didn't run it and never made it past their far right echo chamber. Say what you want about Fox news who are mostly awful, but in a, uh, that political movement, many of the staff were personally struggling, struggling to retain semblance of journalistic integrity as the world braced for the shit show. That would be the Trump regime. Now she, she made this article, uh, what was it? The 12th. So yes, yesterday or, or, uh, two days ago, if you're a commuter, um, I'm sorry, what has been a shit show about this? Like, I I, I know she doesn't have a fucking real job, um, but it seems, it seems like it's been nice for everybody else, and uh, that's why you're losing, Lacey. But uh, she goes on here, women endure more right-wing harassment than men, and the most hateful of it is often directed at black women and rightfully fucking so, by the way, Um, because you're just the worst black woman. You're just the worst at it. You want to act like men. So you're going to get, you know, uh, attacked like men, but this is great. Rich white guy, Milo Yiannopoulos. I, I think we all know (laughs) like, I mean, okay. Uh, Harassed Leslie Jones for simply being fabulous in a new movie. Ghostbusters two was trash. Um, and Minneapolis is not fucking white. And all he said was that the movie was bad. And it was, not a good, it was not a good look for Twitter. That was the canary in the coal mine for where Twitter was going. But like, here you go. Here comes Lion Lacey. You know, and with some fucking bullshit. She actually goes on to say, uh, uh, the right-wing wolves lul- boys all over the world won't stop their horrible racist insults of Michelle Obama. Uh, and President Toxic Cheeto continually insults the intelligence of the powerful representative
0: Maxine Waters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The powerful representative. Nobody in the Democratic Party takes Maxine Waters serious. Nobody. Nobody looks at Maxine Waters and goes, Powerful representative. No, she's only powerful to you, Lacey, because you know dick about electoral politics, and she's black. She's an old, insane woman. Aunt Maxine is fucking insane. Everyone knows that. Idiot. You fucking idiot. You fucking fed idiot. The magnitude of the racism, sexism, classism, anti-Semitism, and general bigotry of the right-wing harassment cannot be overstated. Oh, I think it should be overstated. I would like to overstate it for you. Spicky and I are right here to overstate it for you. Come on the show, Lacey. I'd love to have you on. Uh, There are levels and layers of this. It's been said to me many times that if I were a white man instead of a white woman, my harassment would have been more muted. Who told you that? Because Spicky and I are willing to harass you and all of your ex-boyfriends. Except they're not fucking white, are they, Lacey? They're not white. Sexual violence and abuse uh, would become a frequent topic of my harassment. My harassment would expand to include an endless onslaught of comments pertaining to my story of being a survivor of intimate partner uh, violence. Just, oh my God. Like she can't even just say domestic violence. Intimate partner violence and abuse. She's just so inclusive, which I experienced from a live-in boyfriend while overseas in Turkey. I had written a long, a heartfelt blog post about it in early 2016 to get it off my chest and to heal. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't for attention. I wasn't because it couldn't have been because you are you have to be a professional victim. All right. No. And you know what? I this is the first time I'm siding with some fucking sand person. Uh, you fucking deserved it. And right wing snake Jack Pasobiac in Gateway Pundit published a slanderous article in May 2017 about my experience, which was full of falsehoods. Granted, it was Gateway Pundit, so yeah, I mean, she's probably right on that point. But uh, the right wing had a field day with a connection to Islam, many claiming I had converted to Islam. While the hashtag Me movement soared, I was dealing with constant nasty comments pertaining to my story of survival. Right wing trolls sent comments through every channel they could and occasionally a misogynist would start shouting at me about Kurt Turkey and my abuse at public events. My hashtag me Too stories were playing out every day and in, in life through 2017. Oh my God, this poor girl, this poor girl who never did anything. She goes on with some other shit about like explaining to her boss, this poor, poor woman How her phone wouldn't stop vibrating. Oh my gosh. She was getting all of this abuse and, Oh, and Richard Spencer, and blah, 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 blah. It just keeps going on. It goes on and on and on. I don't wish being doxxed on anyone. I wrote this little article to give my fellow organizers and anti-fascists some material. Next time, your liberal friends question why... See, I love this. Your liberal friends question why you wear a mask. And yet she just praised Michelle Obama. Shouldn't Michelle Obama be a... Uh, don't liberals get the bullet too, Lacey? That's what I'd like to know about your weird little weird little uh distinctions here, you know. But hey, she's a black woman, so clearly. I mean, granted, she probably is a fucking socialist and a dude, by the way. But the next time your liberal friends question why you wear a mask and why you are protective of your name, the fear of being doxxed is not irrational. It's a legitimate and valid fear. Keep wearing those masks. Keep breaking the law, asshole. Because Fed Lacey is going to be there to take some pictures of you antifa fuckers. She's facing felony charges. You're telling me this girl didn't flip? Bullshit. You're welcome on the show, Lacey, anytime you'd like, but... I think you're a fucking liar. I think you're a stupid piece of shit. And you'd be really fucking dumb to try to debate me, but I'd love to have you on because I'd be very civil. If you look at any of my debates, sweetie... Uh, I'm very, very civil, and I'd love to have you on. I'd love to, but it seems to me you're probably just looking for information to turn stateside. Spicky, isn't this just a thing here? What was your take on this article? Because I told you we've got to close with this one because it's so fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I saw it, and she says, I don't wish being doxed on anyone. Well, she's doxed people. Oh, yeah. She's oh, yeah. posted at least three people that i know of their personal information not just it didn't get suspended for it on fucking twitter that's the biggest fucking thing uh yeah i guess she had to delete it because it's not there anymore but she has posted the address phone number of at least three people that i've seen
1: no she's i mean everything is all over the place with this check Oh, you yeah. know, she she just she she doesn't remember what she's doing, dude. She's uh, I I don't know. I'm not saying she's a fucking meth addict or anything. I'm just saying like she she might be too high to shave that mustache. You know, if you see some of the pictures, like she's got a little lip hair. Like it's uh, it's it's fucking disgusting. She's a real piece of shit. But I mean, that's that's the type of shit that you get from Antifa. She you dogs know?
0: somebody in this fucking article. <laughs> Somebody that yeah. I actually know, like, personally know.
1: It's she talks
0: in this article.
1: But Spicky, you know, it's it. it no, here it is right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: That's somebody who I'm like personal friends with. Uh, he's, I, he's on my Xbox Live account. Like we're, we're, we're friends.
1: Like, no, I mean, that's, that's fucking hilarious. I mean, it's, it's in here. I don't want to say it, but I mean, it's in yeah. the article, but yeah. You know, she does uh, on July 4th, 2017, a local white supremacist sent me a clear death threat through the Twitter account. Like, I mean,
0: dude, and he, didn't, you know? he didn't do that. I mean, he just no fucking way. He probably like it. Like I've, I've been accused of something somewhere. He probably said, I hope you fucking accidentally drink bleach. It's not a fucking death threat. That's a wish.
1: Well, you know what? I, I I hope that she accidentally comes on this fucking program because uh, I'm pretty sure that we could just absolutely destroy uh, her her whole ideology there. I mean, it's just it's just very stupid, but it's, uh you know, the Antifa cries out as they strike you is kind of all it is. I mean, it's just what an absolute fucking disaster. The only thing that we really have to look forward to with this besides like I've never heard of this website before, nor do I think anybody really has. Um, Have fun and fucking... I I look forward to seeing you on the next season of Orange is the New Black, Lacey. Have fun with that, all right? That's going to be great. That's going to be great. I want you to explain to all the blacks how much you love them, okay? That's going to be just fucking fantastic. Let's see how quickly you mob up and get get a fucking rune tattoo on the back of your neck from some goddamn skinhead, you idiot. What a um, fucking piece of shit. What an asshole.
0: Is there a better couple, a, a couple made for each other more than Lacey McCauley and Christopher Cantwell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like... They, <laughs> they, Yeah, they're on opposite sides of the spectrum, but they're the same person. Opposite to track, man. That would be... <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be the best rom-com
1: ever. <laughs> That's in my wife It just... <laughs> we need to get the attic men no we need to
0: get the attic men to fucking make that trailer because that's hilarious yeah how many how in the first three weeks of the relationship how many cases of domestic assault do you think would take place
1: (laughs) i don't know i hear Lacey's only into uh into sand people but you know who, who knows good god um all right so i guess uh i guess guys that's the show uh, I want to thank everybody for showing up yet again uh, on on your commute. We're happy to be here. Um, we're we're always going to be here. And uh, yeah, we started a little low energy tonight, but it's because I'm drinking beer. And let me tell you, it it just doesn't hold up the way that it used to uh, compared to just you know a half a uh, half a handle of of vodka uh, per episode. But uh, yeah, when I'm starting to when I'm starting to notice my liver failing on me, it's just not going to work. um you know it's it's just not gonna work guys but uh yeah you can go and uh speak he doesn't have a twitter at the moment but you can find him on wrong thing i'm still on twitter at a actual racist uh and if you're if you're not tuning into the live show you ought to tune into the live show because we do things on sundays like uh, a little live hangout while i'm trying to put everything together uh everybody that's live right now you can go and stick around and we will get that to you uh uh that's over in the discord we are still using the discord um uh, but not to plan anything because we're not crazy white nationalist people we're just a couple racists that you know want to tell you the truth so uh i guess guys uh we will go ahead and see you uh see you really soon